Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here, show us your TDs. It's quarry time! Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Let's go! Welcome back to Show Us Your TDs. It's your boy Gooby here. I'm chilling. It's the semifinals. I'm so stoked to get this rolling. Woo! As always, though, I am here with my boy Melky. Melky, how are you doing? Ayo, your favorite holiday milk beverage is back to spread Christmas cheer to you. Regardless if you've been naughty or nice, week 16 is going to be greater than the Grinch stealing Christmas. Out of my way, fatty! This is my Christmas! Get ready to jingle and mingle. Gooby and I have a gift we've been saving for this very moment. I promise you, it's better than watching John Madden eat a turducken. What? We have a special guest on board. He works hard for the money with a smile on his face and a song in his heart. <laughs> Help us welcome back the only clinically sane Jags fan. Oh my God. It's Nemo. How's it going, buddy? It's good. Thanks for having me. Happy to be on. And I, I also feel like it's probably the only Jags fan in Canada as well. Just FYI. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of like Florida fucking people, like snowbirds. So I, I wouldn't doubt that there's some Jag fans in Canada. Who's fans of a team in America's? <laughs> Sorry, Florida fans, but you're basically the USA. <laughs> Rude. Not gonna lie though, I just noticed I love the bordering around your walls. <laughs> the Blue Jay border. Oh, the Blue Jay, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the old school, old school, yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah. old school. I like Spe that. Speaking of the Jays, are they going to fucking do anything this offseason, Nemo? No. no. <laughs> We're hibernating till April. Wait till oh. March. Great. We're going to have Matt Chapman back, I have a feeling. Or Biggio at third with Vladdy stinking up the joint again and Bo Bichette being as overrated as possible. He's just there for the chicks. He brings in our chick audience. No, that was that was Kiermaier, and now he's gone, so... <laughs> It's not the fucking luscious locks. I don't know. Kiermaier has those eyes, man. I saw a lot of Mills and Cougs at the game uh, a couple times I went this year because of Kevin Kiermaier. Tell me you're a Cougar without telling me you're a Cougar. All right. Well, Melky, what do we got? What time is it? Damn time. Let's not waste any more time. It's the semifinals like Gooby alluded to, and he finally gets to play. Why don't you set up your matchup? Actually, before you do that, why don't you tell us who won the quarterfinals Ooh. and then set up your matchup going into this week? Quarterfinals. Now, now you're making me dig. Just do it. Uh, quarterfinals, we had Hammer Time win, and then we had Watson's Handies win. Whoa. That was impressive because I think Watson's <laughs> hold on. Watson's handies played trying to see who they played. Because they played like a top how do I go to matchups? Week sixteen there we go. Uh Watson's handies played core values who was third. 
So the sixth beat third, and then the fourth beat fifth. Not bad. Nemo, what do you think of the names he just read off? Like Watson's Handies. What do you think of that? Creativity points. I'll, I'll give it a solid. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll give you a rundown of <laughs> my 12 teams that I have for names. And you tell me which one. Do you know my team name yet? Without. Uh... With, don't say anything, Mel. Don't look. No looking. Unless you already looked. I did look at the matchup earlier. Okay. Your, your screenshot doesn't show your full team name. Either, All right. So. so it's Hammer Time, Denim Chicken, Kamish Kelly, Mr. Gibbs, Core Values, Aurelia Trillers. Don't ask. But then there's Mahomes over Mahomes or Mahomes over Mahos. <laughs> that was Generally. There's Parlay and Skeenies. I don't know what that is. General George St. Patton. I don't know why this guy went went that. Two girls, one cup. (laughs) Watson's handies. And burrow these nuts in your mouth. (laughs) Oh. And uh, I am burrow these nuts in your mouth. That's pretty good. That's what she said. Anyways, yeah. it's it's good. I mean, I had McCaffrey creamers in mind. I mean, that's not too shabby either. It's pretty very good. gross. That's nasty. What, what was your name and yours? Mine? Yeah. Uh, I think I was Turtle Power. Turtle. <laughs> I don't know. I, what, I did mine so that? last minute that I yeah. just like, and my team got off to such a terrible start this year that I didn't even feel the need to change it because it was too embarrassing. But the team names in mine are pretty bad. Our old one, like the the old league that me and Melk were in, mine was also uh, CD's Nuts. Oh, boy. Yeah, and you didn't Classic. have CD Lamb, though. Don't ma- I don't have Joe Burrow, either. This is true. You don't have Joe Burrow. Joe it's, Cool. It almost makes it better when you don't have a player. <laughs> <laughs> did you make the playoffs? Or, like, how did, before you get into your match yeah. Goody, how, how did you do this season? Me? Yeah. yeah, you. I knew. I missed by one game. I think I started two, like two and five or something, and then I got back to five hundred and just missed by one. Damn, boy. That's not bad. Do you remember you missed out in our league by point five, point twice? You and I were tied, and I squeaked in by point five. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't know. I f- I found this year like having was- two. I had two as my quarterback, and it was just be- up up and down. Up and down. I also auto drafted part of my team, and my first pick, which was auto drafted, was Cooper Cup, which he was injured yeah. the first four, four weeks, or five weeks, four or five, five weeks. weeks. Yeah. Like I've legit ran with Tua. I think I used Sam. Howell, Howell yep. and Russell Wilson. Ooh. That's Yo, been my like three quarterback. Russ rotation. hasn't been that bad as of late. Sa- no. Sam Howell was not bad. He puts up points. It's just team's garbage. That's the thing. It's like they're bad. Washington's so bad that they're going to throw the ball. So you're going to get points just off that, right? Yeah, I mean, I was lucky this year. My team stayed healthy until now. 
I mean, I guess my luck is changing a little bit, but we'll see. All right, break, I, break down your matchup. Anyways, yes. So it is Burrow These Nuts in Your Mouth versus Hammer Time. We are shooting this on a Thursday. So the Thursday night game is playing right now. It's nine minutes into the third. 20 to seven for the Rams. Yeah. We have one Thursday nighter on this uh, matchup, but we'll go over it. It is Jalen Hurts versus Jordan Love. Pittman Jr. versus Ahmad St. Brown. DJ Moore versus Calvin Ridley. Jacoby Myers versus Justin Jefferson. Travis Etienne versus Jamal Williams. DeAndre Swift versus James Conner. Jake Ferguson versus Dalton Schultz. David Njoku in the flex versus Jordan Reed. Jacoby Myers versus uh, Grope, who only has one point right now. So that's good. And then it's the Philadelphia D versus Denver. Now, the reason why I have Ninjoku in the flex is because Jamar Chase is out with a separated shoulder. He's not officially out yet. He's still he is officially out on mine. Is it? Yeah. Because I have him in the IR spot As of right today. Now. Okay. Because as of like earlier today, they said he was still questionable and they were keeping it very tight. Okay. So now it's official. Yeah. Well, you, I, you, you remember when I separated my shoulder, I was fucking off work for a month. Yeah, but you're also not an athlete, and he is. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Oh, snap. So, yeah, so Ninjoku's in the flex. Jacoby Myers is getting the start. The biggest problem is, you know, Michael Pittman Jr. is questionable with a concussion. If he goes out, I picked up Alec Pierce, so then I just throw him into where Pittman was. But the moment... It's not looking good because my team now is getting healthy or uh, unhealthy. The way Jalen Hurts has played in the last couple weeks, it's not looking good either. He's also ill. He'll bounce back. I'm hoping he'll bounce back against the Giants. Melk, what do you think about this uh, matchup? And yeah, who do you think is going to win this? Actually, let's go to our guest first. I want to hear what Nemo has to say and then come back to me. Nemo. I think you're in pretty good shape. Again, like we said... Whenever something ails you, what's what's good? Giants defense to play against. So <laughs> Hurts, I think Hurts is going to have a big week. I also think like Chicago's playing Arizona, which is just a tire fire. So and Justin Fields is doing his Justin Fields thing, which is tear it up at the end of the season when nothing matters. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I also picked up the uh, Philly defense a couple weeks ago because I knew they were playing the Giants, too. So I would imagine you will should be able to get through pretty without sweating too much this week. I mean, again, he's got Justin Jefferson, but Nick Mullins is court like, yeah, uh, I don't know. Je- what to- Jefferson got three points and then 11 points back from his injuries. Yeah, it's just with Minnesota's QB situation, I can't. I feel like it's kind of boom or bust, those guys. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you've definitely got the advantage. If I were in your shoes, I'd feel pretty comfortable right now. At the moment, I do with Grope only get one point. I mean, it is a kicker, but at least it's, you know, points I don't have to worry about. Malik? What's going to save you is the quarterback matchup. Hertz is due for a really good game. 
what better way to do it against the stinky Giants? I don't care about any Italian mafia. Giants are going down this week. <laughs> and you got the defense, too, as well. So nice combo there that should help you. It's not going to be one-sided as you think. This is going to go down to the wire because of your injuries. If you had your, your main boys, you would smoke this guy. Yeah. As much as I don't like Jordan Love, and the Panthers are really good against quarterbacks in fantasy, they still stink. Hey, you! He could have a good game. They're fighting for their playoff lives to stay in that wildcard race. St. Brown is no joke. You know how good St. Brown is. And they're playing a shitty Minnesota defense. Ridley can go off anytime. Tampa is forget how to play defense most of the time. Yes, we don't know the quarterback situation. But at any given time, you, you give the ball to Jefferson yeah. and he just runs like he stole something. Then you got Williams, Connor. That's probably where he is going to suffer. You got Etienne and Swift. I like those players, those running backs better. Schultz, if he doesn't have Stroud, it doesn't really matter. So that could help you. That that could bode well for you with Ferguson and Ujoku. Reed, that's another gamble. It's going to be super close, down to the wire. I'm going to say you barely get by. Barely. Yeah. And get to the finals. It's hard for me to you know say, yeah, I'm going to get to the finals and, and make it because of the injuries. If if Jacoby Myers can go off like he, I know he can. Like I mean, he got 15 points against uh, the Chargers, but the Chargers isn't the greatest. I think I can pull it off. I mean, Ninjoku, he put up 24 and 21 the last two games, and those were against the fifth and sixth defense uh, that allow points against tight ends, and he's going up against the ninth defense that allows the most points. Uh, and Houston, so I, I could see him getting 10, 15 points, hopefully. Nujoku uh, is cooking, no pun intended. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy that that is my flex option. Like you said, if my team was healthy, I would have Chasen. I would have Matheson in the flex. I'd probably I start... Put, I wouldn't put Matheson in. Ill, hell no. If he was healthy... I, I don't know... Sorry, I don't know why you're so gung-ho on him. He's not been great this season. He's had two good games, and that's about it. He's had one, two, three, four, nah, five. No, he's been terrible. No, he's, 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 five. he's had he has, five. He has been the bane to my existence. <laughs> See, I had to get rid of him. I was like, this is enough. Yeah, but as a flex, I could take... 10 points from him that's fine i'd rather start gus edwards I'm against sorry. san fran against san fran's defense i'd rather start anybody but madison you say he's had five good games what do you what is your example of a good game has he had how many times has he been four. over double double did for a flex no uh, no not for a flex for a player how many times I'm, has he been putting over? him in as a flex so i'm saying i don't uh, care about Tampa where Bay, you put him. 11 points uh, Chargers, 15 points. Carolina, 10 points. KC, 11 points. Atlanta, 16 points. And There's five right there. He's been a joke. You have better players than him. This is why you get depth. For this very reason, your players go down. You got guys to cover. You'll squeak this one out. Yeah, I'm hoping. Like I said, Grope only has one point right now. And we're closing down the last minutes of the third. So... 
It looks good. Kicker should at least get five to ten, I think. If your will lets you do. That's true. <laughs> Nemo knows all about Will Lutz. I mean, I got Jason Myers going up against Tennessee, who is first in giving up points against the kickers. I'm liking my odds. Who's the other matchup? The other the other matchup is I don't want to get Nemo's Denim Chicken versus Watson's Handies. <laughs> it's gonna go Denim Chicken, Watson's Handies. It's Dak Prescott versus Geno Smith. C.D. Lamb versus Waddle, Metcalf versus Devontae Smith, Cortland Sutton versus DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I think he's got Rashid White. Yeah, Rashid White versus Rashad. Uh, Rashad White versus Kyron Williams, who has 15 points right now. He's a beast, um, man. That, that guy keeps going. Saquon Barkley versus Aaron Jones, T.J. Hawkinson versus George Kittle, uh, Singletary versus. A Kane, Jake Elliott versus McPherson, and Buffalo's defense versus Cleveland. It's going to be a tight matchup. Who do you like, Nemo? Uh, Probably Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, Metcalf, Sutton. Metcalf has just been unreal the last few weeks. I would probably lean towards that and also... Cleveland's defense is so banged up, and it might come down. Ah, I know they've been good, but I they've allowed points. They were just getting turnovers. So I agree with Gooby. I think I'm leaning towards, I think it was Denim Chickens, right? Denim Chicken, yep. I, th- I think the downfall of Watson's handies will be Geno Smith. Oh, absolutely. He's been hurt the last few weeks. He didn't even play last week. Thank, well, thank God, because Drew Locke right now is my hero. Are you serious? He's your hero? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan, and this is coming from a Cowboys fan. What he did, and we're going to talk about it in the next segment. Yeah. Fantastic. Screw you, Eagle fans. For me, I, I want Watson Sandys to win because it's a better matchup for me in the end. Facing a Dak Prescott going into the last week of fantasy and closing almost closing out the season. If he wins and the Eagles win, he wants number one seed. He's going to play lights out in the finals. So. I mean, it's fantasy. You never know. Unfortunately, Watson's handies is going to be out. And that's sad because he. I think he has the best name in your fantasy league. Well, besides yours. Yours is pretty I was going to say, gross. hold on a second. Yours Bro, is pretty gross, too. And Nemo, what's the best fantasy name you've ever heard or been involved with or seen in a league? That is a good question. You're going to have to come back to me on that one. I got to think about it. I've seen some pretty good ones, I feel like. But off the top of my head, I'm drawing blank. So I don't know if you guys want to go ahead first. (laughs) I I think I like bro these nuts in your mouth. I like that name, too. It's, It's pretty original. I like McCaffrey Creamers. I like uh, what's what was Allen's name before? Um, not this year, but what oh, Steel Curtain? No, no, no. The one where he had Nick Chubb. Something uh, about rub rub my Chubb. Yes, yeah, rub, rub my, my Chubb. Chubb. That was pretty good too. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, Nemo will come back to you, Gooby. Good luck to you, brother. I think you do have this in the bag. It's going to be super close. Better pray no one else goes down because you don't have any more depth to cover it. 
good luck to you. I'm sure Nemo is cheering for you to win as well. Get to that championship so we have something to talk about next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, this is everybody. We're done after this. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I hope I can pull this one out. You can do it. Cut his fucking head off. Let's get into some highlights. Uh, I'm going to take this one first. And we're going to go Bengals versus the Vikings. Bengals win 27-24. Jake Browning, 29 for 42. 324 yards. Two touchdowns, one INT. Mixon only got 10 carries for 47 yards and a touchdown. T. Higgins, though, the star of the game. Four receptions, 61 yards, two touchdowns. Ooh, that on the last other, one. Whew. On the other side, Nick Mullins, 26 for 33, 303 yards, two touchdowns, two INTs. Ty Chandler, though, killing it. 23 carries, 132 yards, one touchdown. And Jordan Addison, Six receptions, 111 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, the Bengals are trying to make a push. Melk, do you think they can push through and make a wild card? I thought so until Jamar Chase went down with that shoulder injury. And yes, you got T. Higgins, you got Tyler Boyd to pick up the slack. That catch by T. Higgins to tie it, that was a thing of beauty. Browning, looking. Pressure, throws it deep, and the ball is caught by T. Higgins at the one-yard line. And it's actually called a touchdown. This is why he's going to be one of the biggest free agents this coming offseason if the Bengals don't re-sign him or don't trade him. But, yeah, it's going to be tough, man. Their schedule, they got the Steelers, Chiefs, Browns to close it all off. That's a difficult schedule. With all these injuries, it somehow is going to come back and bite you in the ass. It's going to be a tall, tall mountain to climb. I think they just miss out, but good for them, man, for being irrelevant, keeping the fans in it. And I love what Browning said at the end of the game about the Vikings, how they released him. He's like, this is what happens when you fucking release me or something along those lines. Don't paraphrase me, but they cut this man and it came back to bite them in the ass. So good for them. Bengals aren't out of it. If Browning plays like he does... Nemo, do you think that he can be traded and be a starter somewhere? I mean, I don't know. To me, this is Matt Flynn (laughs) 2.0, frankly. I will say yes, because teams are desperate for quarterbacks. At the same time, does Cincy just hold on to him? Insurance? I mean, Burrow hasn't... Wasn't he... He was hurt during their Super Bowl run against when they lost to the Rams a couple years ago. Yeah. Was he not dealing with a calf injury back then too? Or ankle or something? He had some sort of an injury. I don't know if it was a knee or an ankle or something like that, but he, yeah. he's always hurt. Yeah, I mean, he, to, he's injury prone. Yeah. To, an, to answer your question, Gooby, I'm sure someone will would be willing to trade for him. I could even see someone like the Jets taking him as their backup to Aaron Rodgers next year. If I were Cincinnati, I would just keep him if they think this is legit. Again, who knows what the offers are. It never hurts to have a good backup if they think he's good. 
and I'm sure some team's gonna come around, but I just don't believe he'll be. He can sustain this, frankly. Sure. For me, I think one, yeah, the Bengals should keep him as a backup just in case Bro goes down again. But I think he would be a good backup to a veteran quarterback who's slowly on their way out. Forget backup. He can just go back to Minnesota. Cousins is walking. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to hold on to Dobbs and Mullins is absolute ass. Go back to the place that let you go, but get paid this time. I'm sure it doesn't hurt that he's throwing to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Like, I mean, like you mentioned, that catch at the end of the game. How many guys are making that? Like, are the receivers making him look good too? I don't know. No, no, this isn't Miami with Tua throwing to Tyreek. This is a completely different story. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do think the Bengals have the best three in the league. Of course they do. So Hands down. It, it does, you know, make a difference. We'll see how he does this week when Chase isn't in the mix. All right, let's move on. Texans win without Stroud. Excuse me? 19-16 over the Titans in overtime. CJ is down with a concussion. So Case Keenum came in and went 23 for 36, 229 yards, a touchdown through a pick, and everybody's favorite miracle whip, Will Levitz. What? 17 for 26, 199 yards, no touchdowns, through a pick, and he rushed for a touchdown. And he got injured in this game, sprained his ankle, and right now is questionable for Sunday's affair. Devin Singletary went off. 26 carries, 121 yards, did not score. Tajay Spears, 9 carries, 30 yards, 0 touchdowns. Noah Brown, Gooby's favorite former Cowboys wide receiver, 8 receptions, 82 yards, a touchdown. And Traylon Burke sort of showed up, 3 receptions and 62 yards. So this was a huge win for the Texans. It kept them alive in the playoff race. So can they carry this momentum without Stroud into the postseason? And start with the you, Nemo. Um, I'll say yes. Well, Ooh. okay, hang on. Okay, are we saying Stroud doesn't come back? He's coming this. Back. He's coming this back this week. Eventually. You mean? I don't know if he's coming back this week. Uh, they're playing the Browns. It's going to be a tough game. If he doesn't play, first of all, can they win this game? And if he's out longer, can they still get into the postseason without him? Great question. Uh, I think they win this week. Oh, okay. And they have Tennessee. Uh, yeah, they got Browns, Titans, Colts. Gooby, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, I just want to pull Gooby, up Gooby, the standings in. quickly. Gooby, what do you think? It's hard to say because they play the Seahawks. Oh, wait, no, we're talking about Texans, right? Te- yeah, we're, we don't care about the Texans my bad, right now. My bad, my bad. They play the Browns. Browns defense is good. I don't think they went against the Browns. I don't either. Tennessee, it's a toss-up. You never know with Tennessee how they can play. I think the Texans can take Tennessee. It's in Texas, so, I mean, that's obviously a three-point favor. And then the Colts, it all depends how, you know, the Colts are rolling with Minshew and how this team is progressing. I mean, the Colts are in it for uh for the playoffs too so like they're gonna be playing lights out no matter what their next games are the falcons which they probably beat 
they probably beat the Raiders. So if the Colts are really looking to make the playoffs, they're beating the Texans if they win the next two. Yeah, so. you're not wrong. I think it's a lot more difficult without Stroud. They need him. He's made this team relevant. He's been a wonder. He's probably winning offensive rookie of the year. So if they don't have him and like Nico Collins, it's going to be a tough road for them. I think they just miss out just because of this injury. It's setting them back a little bit. And that Colts game, that could be the deciding factor at who gets in that last wildcard spot. Big implications they have to win this week, but I think it's going to be very tough. What do you want to add, Nemo? Yeah, I'm going to change my tune a little bit uh, after looking at the schedules and the standings here. I think you guys are right. I think it's going to be really tough. And I think Indy getting that game at home at the end of the year, I think they're just going to miss out as well. Especially if they don't have... If they have Stroud back, I could actually seeing them see them pass Indy. But uh, otherwise, yeah, no. I think they're, I think they're just going to miss out. I agree. It's going to be tough. But Gooby, before you go, why don't you let Nemo take this next story since All right, Nemo has, has something to do with his team. Raven, <laughs> Ravens Jags. <laughs> you know, just when you think the team's for real, they, they go out and do something like this. <laughs> hey, 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 we're the same. Don't worry. We'll talk about it. It's, th- it's three weeks in a row. It was bad. I'm not going to lie. I kind of expected it. Whoa, dude. No way. You saw this drop off? Like, that's three Uh, games in a row. Once they lost to the Bengals, I kind of had this feeling. I don't know. Their O-line's not been great. I don't know. I don't know what to think of this team. Again, you can't keep your quarterback healthy. Is he playing this week? He's still in concussion protocol. Out of everything, I think Trevor Lawrence played better than Lamar Jackson this game. He did. It's, It's just... All in all, like the team effort wasn't there. I mean, Trevor Lawrence went 25 for 43, 264 yards, one touchdown. Lamar only went for 14 for 24, 171 yards, one touchdown, one INT. He rushed for 97 yards. They, they yeah, beat you with their legs. Trevor left. Lawrence rushed yeah. for 41. Yeah. Your quarterback, I don't think, was the issue. I just think it was your defense and the overall team aspect. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a mess. I, I'm actually getting a little nervous they might not win the division now. I was just going to ask uh, him, do you think they're winning the division? If Trevor Lawrence is healthy, yes. Because I believe they have Tennessee left. They have Tennessee, the Bucks, Carolina, the Carolina, and the Bucks. Yeah, yeah they so have the Bucks, they, Panthers, they, Titans. They should, I don't want to jinx anything, but I would think they'll win out. I think they went out. The only problem I think you'll have is, I think, against the Bucks. Yeah, the the defense hasn't been great, and it, I mean, it hasn't been for a while. And Baker Mayfield's on a heater, so. Yeah, uh, like Baker's been playing pretty pretty good for uh, for Baker Mayfield. So <laughs> and 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 Tampa has weapons. They're only a few years off of when Brady was there, and they had weapons. So all those weapons are still there. I mean, that offensive line for Baker Mayfield is helping him get things done. 
if you lose this week, I don't think you get number one. I think the Colts take over. Mm, no, I, I think even if you lose this week, you still have an opportunity to claim that the AFC South. You're still the best team in that division. You just need to start playing like it. Fair. Well, if they lose and we say Colts won three, then yeah, it's it's over because they're I both eight the, six. I didn't say the Colts win all three. The Colts are going to lose a game. The Colts have this thing like Minshew's been balling out. Their offense is awesome, but losing Pittman Jr. that's going to sting. If they lose Pittman Jr., I don't. I don't protocol. think he's playing. You saw that hit. You both saw the hit. He's lucky to still be alive. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Their defense has been pretty good as well, though, so that's the one thing they've got going for them, too. Let's go on to some more depressing news. <laughs> um, the Cowboys lost to the Buffalo Bills 31-10. to Damn! Dak Prescott not showing his MVP self. 21 for 34, 134 yards, one INT. Pollard 11 carries, 52 yards. C.D. Lamb, only 7 receptions for 53 yards. On the other hand, Josh Allen, 7 of 15, 94 yards, 1 touchdown. The biggest problem was James Cook, 25 carries, 179 yards rushing, and 1 touchdown. He also caught a touchdown and had 2 receptions for 42 yards. Melk we always play bad against the bills for some reason we we just we can't seem to get going one is this going to hurt dak prescott in the mvp category and two is this going to hurt dallas going forward trying to get the uh number one spot in the nfc's so brock purdy has already surpassed dak prescott in the mvp conversation yep. and i even think if they had won this game Brock Purdy would still be ahead because he's just been lights out. Yep. Now, as for the number one seed, the 49ers had the number one seed. No, I'm talking about the NFC East. The NFC East? Thank fucking God the Eagles are on a downward spiral at the moment. So the Cowboys still have life to win that division. They need to win that division. You need to make a big time mark in Miami on Saturday. You got to make a statement. I know you stink on the road, but get it together. You're a better team than this. The Dolphins haven't been a 500 team yet. Right. It can be. It's doable. So the Cowboys can still win this division. They just got to win out. All they got to do is win out. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the Eagles do. Just win out. You get crowned at the NFC East. All right. This is a question for both of you, though. I don't know, Nemo, if you watched the game or saw the highlights. I don't know why Mike McCarthy just didn't say, let's make this a Pollard game because Pollard was getting yards. They just kept on going away from it. Early on when it was only like seven, nothing, Pollard was getting yards. They just seemed to, you know, say, fuck it. Let's just try to throw it. Do you think they're just trying to pad Dak Prescott for stats, Nemo? I don't know if one of you can kind of confirm this with me or not but isn't this always or hasn't this been a bit of a trend with mccarthy in the past too where he seems to just refuse to run the football mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i don't get it 
been yelling at my TV all year considering I had Pollard on my team this year. Are you little? I don't know if it's stat padding. I I wonder if this isn't just a coaching flaw. For I, I don't know why he's like that. Pollard was averaging like around five yards a carry, which is pretty good in a game, and especially against that Buffalo Bill defense. Mel, what do you think? I don't think running the ball would have changed the score. Realistically, it was thirty-one to three, and the Bills didn't give a shit at the end of the game. The Cowboys took stupid penalties. How do you rough the punt the punter? How does that happen? You had the ball back and you gave them more life and that made it 14 to nothing. Yeah. Too many penalties, even on the goal line. I don't know if it was Micah Parsons or it was somebody who roughed the uh, rough Josh Allen, gave them a new set of downs. They scored and made it seven nothing. It was undisciplined football. They played com- like complete ass all throughout defense, offense. Coaching was terrible. Nothing could have saved this game. They weren't prepared. And that's why they lost. Yeah, I agree with that. Question for you guys. Are the Bills back now? Yeah, the Bills are back, but I want to go a little further and tell the people who are crowning them Super Bowl contender contenders to calm the fuck down. Stephen A came out with a list this week and he had the Bills number five. Uh? He had the Dolphins four, Lions three, Ravens two, 49ers one. You don't even have a playoff spot and you're in the top five. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, they're back. They're playing well. They've beaten some good teams. You also lost to the Jets and the Patriots. You shouldn't be on anybody's list until you have a playoff spot. So shame on those people who are riding the bills hard. They're not a top five team yet. Cowboys are still better. Eagles are still better because they they knock us off that they're better. We beat the Jets and the Patriots. Shouldn't that mean something? <laughs> I was going to say, do they not have a playoff spot right now? No, they're no. out. They're tied, like record-wise, but they're on the outside. Yeah, Colts, out. Bengals, Jags. Okay. I mean, I assume they will get in, and yeah, one of the Colts or Bengals will drop, frankly. is my guess. Yeah, you're right. They're getting in the playoffs. They could still win the division because they've already owned... Miami, and they played them the last game of the year, if I'm not mistaken. So they can go on a nice little roll, and up to this point, the AFC East could be on the line, but they're not in the playoffs right now. So yeah. cool your Jets. And and out of the five, eight, and six teams, they're last, right? Obviously, Jacksonville, Indy, and Houston are going to get – one of them's going to get that number one seed, and then Indy and Houston are still above – Buffalo, they have a fighting chance, but they need to play hard. All right. Let's end it off with a big time stunner on Monday night. Would you guys say this was the upset of the week? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Seahawks stunned the Eagles 20 to 17. Jalen Hurts had a very, very big poopy game with 17 for 31, 143 yards, zero touchdowns, two INTs. 82 rushing yards and two rushing TDs. Drew Locke, my new hero, went 22 for 33, 208 yards, one touchdown, no picks. DeAndre Swift, 18 carries, 74 yards. Kenneth Walker, 19 carries, 86 yards, one touchdown. AJ Brown, who seems to be public enemy number one, 
five receptions, 56 yards on 10 targets. And Jackson Smith, Najibba, Gooby, say that name fast three times. Huh? Four receptions, 48 yards, and the game-winning touchdown. So, boys, I want to ask you, and Gooby, I want you to start this off. The Eagles have lost three in a row. Can they get back on track and win the NFC East? Well, they have a good schedule for it. In the end, I think the Eagles will still win the NFC East. Dallas has a tougher schedule. They have the Dolphins, the Lions, the Commanders, whereas the Eagles have the Giants, Arizona, and then the Giants again. This is the worst. If Dallas wins against Miami, they're going to run that high, beat the Lions, and beat the Commanders. So I think it all comes down to this week where they need to play like they have for the last, I don't know, five weeks before last week and decimate the Dolphins and prove that they can be number one in that division. Nemo. Sorry, my speakers crapped out for a split second. Can no you worries. just repeat what the question was? Uh, do, you, do, do, you do, do you think the it. Eagles are going to take the, the NFC? Yeah. Yeah, well, losing three in a row, do, can they still win the NFC East? Uh, I mean, they can. The Cowboys have the tiebreaker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys play Dolphins, Lions, Commanders, and then the Eagles play the Giants, Cardinals, and then the Giants again. You know what? I will say I think the Eagles probably win that division. That's a tough schedule for Dallas down the stretch. That Lions team is just on fire right now. I mean, I think, again, it's a coin flip. I think the Eagles might eke out the division still. It's a pretty soft schedule. They've got down the, the Giants twice are pretty much gimmies at this point. And anything can happen, but yeah, I said this to Gooby for the last few weeks. That game against Arizona is gonna bite Dallas in the ass. Got to beat the tr- the crappy teams. Melk, are you in agreement though that Philly's probably gonna take these? Yeah, I said that last week. I'll say it again. Easier schedule. They got to get back on track somehow, and this is a great way to do it against the New York Football Giants twice in the Arizona Cardinals. The only thing I can say is a lot of times division teams that play divisions they always go one and one it seems like a trend so we can only hope that the giants can take one i'm praying right now praying to buddha (laughs) (laughs) all right right, no god please no 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 no! Nemo, what do we got, man? Oh, it's trivia time. <laughs> oh boy. I've, what's that? I said, oh boy. So I, I've come up with a couple names here of one year wonders in the NFL. So I figured we could do it two ways. I can give you some clues see if you guys can take guesses see if anybody gets them and then if you want to discuss yay like one year wonder or do you think i'm wrong in saying so oh well, shit whatever you uh, why, why don't you do a mix of both sure all right i'm ready 
for our first one year wonder so clue number one he was a third round pick in 2008 coming out of west virginia and was drafted by the houston texans finished his rookie year with 1200 rushing yards and then had a total of 600 yards the rest of his nfl career i don't know said 2008 yeah and he finished his footballing career by playing in the cfl for the toronto argos in 2014 i I got it ricky williams no (laughs) oh yeah i guess he had a better career than that yeah i'm not sure does anybody remember steve slayton no, no, not at all. Not at all, eh? I don't know. I feel like he was like a fantasy legend for that one year. I can think um, of another running back that was a fantasy legend that's a running back, but he played for the Browns. You, you no, know who I'm talking about. I, know, I, I don't have him, but I know who you're yeah. thinking. You're thinking of Peyton Hillis or anything. Yeah. Yep. Do you rem- remember the one, one hit wonder uh, running back from Washington, Mel, that I, I traded? I, uh, I can think of a quarterback from Washington that was a one hit wonder. I have a running back from Washington, but I don't think it's the guy. Gooby, who? Uh, I'm what to year was? I don't what know. year was it? Like a couple years back? It was few. It was few years ago. Probably about you know, five six years ago. It wasn't the Robert Griffin year, was it? it Robert Griffin was 2012. I know exactly. I. I can picture I, the I, player. I can't remember his name, I can't remember his name either. But, but Mel, yeah. I remember because I picked him up and no yeah. one knew about him. And then you shouted him out. You're like, holy shit, Goop. You picked him up. And then I traded his ass. Oh, man. That's going back a few. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't recall. Anyways. Anyways. Carry on, man. Nemo, what do you got next? Okay. The second one, which I think is probably easier than the last one. Drafted in 2005 by Baltimore in the sixth round, but never played for Baltimore. And then he had his breakout season in 2007 for a team notoriously known for having shitty quarterbacks. And he threw 29 touchdowns, 3,700 yards passing, and made the Pro Bowl. And made the playoffs that year with set team. And then he never won more than three games on any other team he played on, nor did he throw for more than 2,000 yards passing the rest of his career. He played for Buffalo, Arizona, Cleveland, Arizona. When was he drafted? Oh. 2005. Oh, no. I don't even remember this, but he also had a confrontation with a reporter because he was caught laughing on the sidelines. Hmm. And he said, I take this shit real seriously. I pour my heart and soul every single week. Oh, man. Okay, the okay. only quarterback I can think of that played for the Bills, but I don't know if he played anywhere else, was Rob Johnson. Yeah. But, th- okay, here. So Bills, Arizona, Cleveland were his uh, four teams. Oh, I, is he is he a running quarterback first? 
I don't think so. No. Okay. No. Okay. It's not. Oh. And Cara, he also played for Carolina. Sorry. In what year? Two thousand five or two thousand seven? He played in Carolina after. I think. Let me. Oh man, I have no idea. I'm, I'm stumped. Okay, his his breakout season came with Cleveland. Hmm. Is it uh, what's his name? Something Anderson. Yeah. Um, D- Der- Derek, Derek Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Derek Anderson. When you said Cleveland, I'm like, oh, I just read up on this guy yesterday. I think he was benched the next year, so he went from Pro Bowl to being benched. <laughs> It's funny. On um, I was looking up two thousand one hit wonders, and a lot on that list was Cleveland Brown players. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I looked up that running back for the Redskins just Which, so we could figure it out. Alfred Morris. Uh, yes, oh, there we yes. go. Yeah, Alfred Morris. That's right. That's right. He played for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. He he had like one or two good seasons, and then just you never heard from him again. That's yeah, right. I mean, the Redskins seem to like Liddell Betts was another one the Redskins had back in the day. Yeah. But um, I have one more here and then we can move on. So this guy was drafted in the fourth round in 2003. And then his breakout year didn't come until 2010 with the Denver Broncos, where he led the NFL in receiving yards with 1,448 yards and 11 touchdowns. And then he never had, he never broke a thousand yard receiving after that. And he played for the 49ers, Patriots, Rams, Denver, Bears, and Redskins. Oh, he's a wide out. It's not Michael Clayton, is it? Mm, no. That's, uh, oh, yeah. That's, Clayton was the Bucks. Michael bad. Clayton was the Bucks. That's another good one. Hmm. He was, I believe, 2010 was when Randy, sorry, Kyle Orton. I almost said Randy Orton was the quarterback <laughs> of the Denver <laughs> Just RKOing everybody yeah, yeah. out here. Uh, and I know he's not a one-hit wonder because Eddie Royal was on that team around that time. Yeah, I think you're right. It's not Eddie Royal, but no. anyone remember the name Brandon Lloyd? No, I don't no, remember Brandon I, Lloyd. I didn't either until I saw Fort. I don't remember this guy leading the league in receiving. Yeah, I don't remember that either. That see that threw me off. I'm like, let, uh. I, ju- I just Google it. Yeah, 77 catches, 1,448 yards, and 11 TDs. Oh boy, big time numbers. I, I want to give a special shout out to Rex Grossman because I thought he was going to be in this questionnaire. I 2006. 2006. I, I was on the edge of putting him on, and then I was like, but even his 2006 season. Was not good. No, he had 20 interceptions. That's why I was like, I can't put this man on the list. He had more interceptions than touchdowns, right? <laughs> it was close, but he won the Super Bowl. Did he not? No, they got to the Super Bowl. Oh, they, got, was, oh, they was, lost to Indy. Right, that was right. Peyton Manning's right, Super right, right. Bowl with Indy. Because you got, yeah, I thought Alfred Morris was going to be on there too. That's why I was like, ah, oh, shout him out. I'm, I'm looking at his stats. He, his first year, 2012, 
He had 1,600 yards carry, 13 touchdowns. That's that's crazy. But he had two decent years after that. He had 1,200 and 1,000 yards rushing. But nothing compared to his first year. Yeah. No. I thought Peyton Hillis was going to be on here because he, he was on Madden. The Madden curse, that's man. true. I figured Peyton Hillis had been mentioned way too many times. At one point, I did have Michael Clayton on my list. The other name I saw that kept popping up, and I don't remember this name at all, even though this is pretty recent. Gary Barnage, a tight end for the Browns. Oh, right, right, the Browns. Yeah, he was on the list. And like I said, there was like 50 Brown players on there. Yeah. Browns players, sorry. I don't remember him being, I guess it was the year with, I don't know. Was that the Johnny Manziel year? I have no idea. Might have been Johnny football. Oh, good old Johnny football. But anyways, that, his that's documentary's what... good. It's solid. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is pretty good. All right, thank you, Nemo. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Had to use that brain power of mine, and clearly, I don't know football as much as I thought I did. But that was a lot of fun. We got to bring that back and we'll have you back again next season. But let's move on, guys, to Gooby's favorite pastime on the toilet. Hey, yo, what the fuck? And I'm sure you're going to be eating a lot of holiday junk food, Gooby, so that's going to be even more gross than usual. What, it's Boomer. What, what's that? I was going to say, what the hell is holiday junk food? So whatever your people eat around the holidays. I guess your, your, baked your, goods? Your Christmas ham, chocolates, cookies, uh, stuffing. Well, stuffing I don't like delicious. chocolate, but that, but okay, turkey and ham and stuffing, <laughs> that's not like, that's not like snacks. That's. <laughs> Yeah, the way you glaze that ham, yeah, it is. That's not healthy for you. It's definitely healthy for you. Uh, it is not. It's pure sugar. All right, it's. I exercise more than you do. <laughs> What's that? I exercise more than you do. I could burn it off in a day. You don't exercise more than me. <laughs> I do twenty-five k a day. Dude, I play soccer and I work out three to four times a week. 25k a day. <laughs> we'll, we'll, you know, we'll uh, set up like they do in the UFC. We'll go pound for pound. We'll we'll look at each other. We'll get the lights, camera, action, and we'll weigh in and see who definitely works out more. Okay, Nemo can be can officiate it all. Amen. <laughs> all right, it's Boomer Bust, and let's start over here with me. And we're going with a name we mentioned a ton. In this episode, Joe Flacco. Guys, he's a big time boom. Last week, he went off for 311 yards, three touchdowns, an interception, and just a fumble for a total of 27.60 fantasy points. It's like he never left the game. This former Super Bowl winner has got some juice left. In the last three games, he has 939 yards, seven touchdowns, and only five interceptions. So he's looking good. He's brought that team back to life. And it's something Watson couldn't do, even if his hands were at its driest on the football field. Are you fucking kidding me? And despite throwing three picks in week 15, he has some jam left versus the Texans. The Texans defense is 16th overall, and it's 25th against the pass. Texans give up an average of 21.1 points per game. He's at least completed 44 pass attempts for 250 four yards on average and two touchdowns at all three starts. So don't let his sore calf stray you away. Unlike the Browns color, 
Flacco isn't shit, and he's a boom this week. Jesus Christ. Are you saying I should start him over Jalen Hurts? I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> if you need a quarterback or you've got no other option or you or your option sucks like your opponent, maybe consider Joe Flacco. I did pick him up because you never know this guy with Jordan Love. He might not want to play Jordan Love. Okay, Gooby, who do you got? Well, one, I agree with you. Uh, Flacco is a huge boom. Nemo, do you agree? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Nemo, do you think he's a boom this week? Uh... I'm going to say bust this week. Oh, how come? I just, at some point, I feel these backup quarterbacks can't all keep balling out like this. <laughs> I think Houston has a problem, but we'll we'll get into that in Tooney bets. Doobie, who do you got this week? All right. Well, I'm going with Aiden O'Connell. Probably haven't heard the name because I did it until last week. The Raiders rookie QB, Aiden O'Connell, stunned everyone last week, putting up 248 yards and four touchdowns, giving him a whopping 36 fantasy points. Now, that was versus a Chargers defense that gives up the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. But if you look at the numbers, the last five games before, before that game, he put up an average of 13 fantasy points. For this re- reason, he is a huge bust versus a decent Kansas City defense who I think ranked 27th, giving up points against a QB. So do not pick him up. Do not start him in the semifinals. Yes, he had a great week last week. It ain't happening again. Nemo, do you agree? A hundred percent agree. Yeah, Melk. Just like the last segment, he's a one-hit wonder. Raiders, he took advantage of a pathetic Chargers team. Couldn't even score two weeks ago when they lost 3 nothing. Yeah. And he was actually about to be replaced if it wasn't for that game. Then Casey's no joke. I think Casey's defense is really good. And the, the Raiders have to go on the road. His mustache makes him look like a pedophile. What? And he's the only mustache player you shouldn't trust. He isn't mustache Minshew. So don't take a ride with him. He's a bust this week. All right, Nemo, who do you got? I've got everyone's favorite. I did a little Cowboys tribute to you guys. Aww. We appreciate it. Zeke Elliott. The last couple weeks, he's had 52 yards rushing, 68 and 25 respectively. But he's also helped out in the passing game with 49, 72, and 21. So his fantasy points have been 11.2, 23.5, and 7 points last week. It's going up against Denver, whose defense is the worst defense against the run. They're allowing 146.9 yards per game against the run. So... I don't think he's going to go, well, you know what? Screw it. Boom. I think he's a huge (laughs) boom this week. Because Bailey Zappi isn't going to do anything in the passing game. (laughs) Mr. Zappi. Or any other Patriots quarterback for that matter. I'm going to agree with you. He's a huge gooby poop boom this week. Ew, gross. Stevenson is still hurt. Zeke is great uh, with goal line and in the passing game. 
Like you said, the Broncos stink against the run. Last week, they gave up 185 rushing yards to the Lions from Gibbs and Montgomery. If you have a open flex spot or you're down running backs, take a chance on Zeke. Well, let's hope my uh, opponent doesn't hear about this and put him in because, yeah, I agree with you guys. He's going to be a boom this week. 15 to 20 points. Yeah. Old Zeke. There you have it. That was Boomer Bust. Thank you guys so much. Uh, hopefully our wisdom helps somebody in the playoffs. Gooby, finish it off. Take us home, buddy, with the last segment. All right, we're going to need bets. I'm actually going to save mine for last. Nemo, who do you got for your Toonie bet? So, I believe the last, ironically enough, <laughs> I believe the last time I was on here, I went with this team, and I think the matchup was the exact same matchup. I'm looking at Minnesota against the Detroit Laydowns. Who are no longer the Detroit Laydowns and have become the actual Lions. And I am all over the Lions this week. Yeah, I 100% agree with that, Milk. Gotta take the Lions, even though they're only getting minus three, which is crazy. They, they're yeah. back on track. They took the Broncos to the pony show. Vikes are a mess. They don't even know which quarterback they're going to run with. Like one week, it's 3 nothing loss or 3 nothing win, sorry. And then the week after, they lose in overtime 27 to 24. QB Carousel isn't going to get it done. Mullins, you stink. Dobbs, I thought you were good, but apparently you stink too. Lions are number three overall offense, fourth. Uh, pass attack, a second rushing attack. Yeah, you got to go for the Lions, man. I, I think it's going to be 35 to 17. It, it's going to be a beatdown. Yeah. I uh, I can't believe this, the, the line on that. When I saw three and a half, I was like, okay, that's an interesting, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's giving too much respect to Minnesota at home. Yeah, I don't get it. All right, sounds like a them problem. Okay, we talked about this matchup throughout the episode, too. It's the Browns versus the Texans, and I got the Browns, actually. They're at two and a half right now. This is a big-time showdown between these clubs. Both squads are fighting to either stay or get into a wild-card spot. Both teams are coming off nail-biting wins. And since Flacco has been at the helm, the Browns are 2-1. and one. He's got seven touchdowns total. Brown's defense is no joke. Number one overall. Number one against the pass. No CJ, no Nico, possibly. That's going to be tough for the Houston Texans. I don't care if they're at home. I think the Browns are going to have a, not an easy time, but they're going to have a time with this team. I'm guessing 21 to 10 if CJ and Nico don't play. And even if they do play, it'll be closer maybe 20 to 17, but I like the Browns to maintain the top wildcard spot and win this week. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with that. I think I'd said the Browns earlier uh, in the pod, but yeah, Nemo. Listen, I guess I've said it all, all, all pod long. 
I want, <laughs> I really want Cleveland to win. Trust me, I do. I just have this weird feeling that Texas is just going to continue to be this irritating team that keeps pulling it out of their you-know-what. So I think Texas somehow ekes it out, sadly. I hope I'm wrong. I don't know why. It's just a gut feel. All right. Place your money, guys. He's got a good gut feeling. All right. Well, I saved the best for last. Nope. A biased opinion. I think this would be the second best Super Bowl this year. I'm this going, is going to be the Super Bowl this year, and I'll, I'll tell you after you get to. I, I said unbiased opinion because. No, I know. Oh, sorry, there, I said biased opinion because I want the Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl. No, again. but there's a there's a Super Bowl conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, with sure. the logos. Yeah, yeah, with the color colors. Yeah. But yeah. go go. Kind of All right. Well, we're uh, looking at probably the game of the week, and most likely the uh, Super Bowl matchup Ravens versus Niners oh yeah Uh, the Niners are predicted to win by five and I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens you stupid I think that I just I have a feeling Lamar is gonna pull out a huge game he's gonna look great I think the run game is going to stump the Niners. The Niners, they led... Um, I'm trying to remember. Who, who did they play last week? I'm going to have to go back really quick. Standings. Oh, it, so didn't they was play Arizona? Arizona it was Arizona, yeah. Was it Arizona? Yeah. Are you sure it was Arizona? Yeah, they were at home. I think they beat down on Arizona. Yes, they did. But if you look at the stats... The Niners let freaking James Conner go for 86 yards, and they let their second-string quarterback or uh, running back go for 64 yards. Then Kyler Murray got 49 yards, and we all know Lamar's a lot better runner than Kyler Murray. I think Lamar is going to have a hell of a game this week, and I'm going to say it's going to be a big scoring game. I'm going to go 31-28. Ooh, for close. for uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a nail biter, but I think it's gonna be a great game. I think it could even be game of the year. So you think Justin Tucker is gonna kick the game winner? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Nemo, what do you think? I think it's gonna be close. I think home field advantage is gonna make a big difference. If this was in Baltimore, I would feel a lot more comfortable taking taking the Ravens. However, in San Francisco, I think San Francisco wins. I don't think they cover the spread. I will say it's a 27-24 final. Again, I also think Baltimore just lost Keaton Mitchell for the year, I think, with an ACL injury. I think it's going to be really close. And I think you're right. This could be the eventual Super uh, Super Bowl. At least I think that's the team that's coming out of the AFC. NFC is a bit of a dog fight. But yeah, I'll go San Francisco 27-24. All right. I agree. San Francisco home cooking. They're going to get it done. You've got the number five offense in Baltimore versus the number two offense in San Francisco. 
number two defense in Baltimore versus the number nine defense in San Francisco. Ravens are the number one rush attack, like Gooby alluded to. This is just a big time showdown. You got two of the best quarterbacks in the league, Lamar Jackson versus Brock Purdy, both MVP candidates. Man, it's going to be crazy, but at the end of the day, star power matters. 49ers have CMC, Debo, AU, Kittle. It's way better than what Baltimore has. Andrews is not playing. He's out for the season. Gus Edwards has disappeared. Yes, Lamar can do a lot, but that wide receiver core versus San Francisco doesn't even compare. And going back to the Super Bowl conspiracy, the colors have been revealed, obviously, at the beginning of the year, and they have purple and they have red. So every year, apparently, whatever colors dawn, it's been the Super Bowl representatives. So that's why people last three years. So that's why people think this is going to be the Super Bowl. And it might very well be. And it's going to be an exciting Super Bowl if it is. But I like the 49ers. I actually think they... They send a message to the whole NFL and they win 38 to 25. That's my final beatdown. All right. Well, there you guys have it. That is Toonie Bets. Just like the cat's life in Christmas Vacation, this episode is over. Yes, that's my favorite movie. I mean, that scene's funny. I don't advocate cats getting electrocuted in in presence at all, but that movie is fantastic. Thank you for joining us in Week 16. Good luck to those battling it out in the semifinals or even the finals in fantasy football. Good luck to you, Gooby, although it seems like you're going to need a Christmas miracle to win. And speaking of Gooby, doing his best impression of Parada Noel. Wow. Any last words before we jingle ball rock the hell out of here? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> That's the way she goes? No, it's ho, ho, ho. Yeah, wait. I'm trying to read all. Oh, there's such good song with EZ, but I can't say it on here. Is that all you're saying? Yeah, no, that's about it. No, I, I can't. I can't say it on here. But yeah, no. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Leave comments, like, share. You know, tell your friends about us. We're always, you know, wanting more viewers, more listeners. So uh, thank you very much, and thank you, Nemo, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, and. Uh... Go Jags, and don't forget the cookies for Santa, guys. No. Yeah, Nemo, thank you so much. Uh, you are our, our un- unwrapped gift to our viewers. Uh, thank you for taking this dysfunctional ride on our sleigh. Is there anything else you want to add uh, before we sign out? What are your Christmas plans? What are both your guys' Christmas plans? Um, me? Just a little family time on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and that's about it i think so pretty pretty low-key on my end what about you gooby yeah family on christmas day and just you know a lot of relaxing and just chilling yeah i'm family and drinking you know just the way i like it why do you say such ridiculous things merry christmas to you all even those who don't celebrate it thank you any 30 lfa gooby our special guest nemo and you for tuning in each week to show us your TDs. 
click the like button and subscribe to any 30 and show us your TDs. Follow us on Instagram as well. Uh, I'll post the, the Instagrams on when I tag this video. But guys, semifinal time. I'm Melky, Nutcracking. That's Gooby, ho ho hoing. And there's Nemo decking the halls with his Christmas balls. You need Jesus! We are going to take off like Santa after kissing your mom under the mistletoe and disappear. That horny bastard. <laughs> uh. Merry Christmas.